Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Outlap here on the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole. Uh, episode number 11 of the new EKN Outlap. I guess I can't really call it new anymore. <laughs> the EKN Outlap podcast that we started last year at the Supercarts USA uh, Super Nationals last November. Essentially, it is our preview podcast of an upcoming event uh, that the ECAN Trackside Live Tour will be heading to. And the one we're talking about particularly today, the 2020 United States Pro Kart Series, the USPKS back in action this weekend, the Badger State Grand Prix up at Road America. Uh, we'll uh, have a look through the race, the teams, talk about the drivers, the current point standings coming off the opening round. David Course, of course, will be there track side all weekend, so he'll do the heavy lifting here today. I'll just kind of quarterback things from my side of the podcast. Today's show, this EKN Outlap, again, September the 2nd, 2020, presented by Cart Republic and Cart Sport North America. The Cart Republic is here, and it just keeps on winning. Cart Sport North America is the country's importer and distributor for the Cart Republic chassis. And as a, as a leader in American karting, they're focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. The Cart Republic senior and junior chassis are on fire, and so is the mini kart, which has won in SCUSA, USPKS, and WKA competition. For more information, contact Cart Sport North America, where they offer top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. All right, David, uh, this whole, <laughs> whole COVID-19 uh, deal. I know people talking about the fact that it's like what March the 148th or something like that, as we're kind of going on from there. Uh, we had essentially uh, uh, what felt like a season's worth of racing uh, at Newcastle Motorsports Park with Supercarts USA in the middle of August. You've had some time at home, but dude, it's it's time to go back racing. It's Labor Day weekend, but just not the race you're normally going to on Labor Day. Oh, don't. Yeah, I, you, you I already had to go off and do that. I know. I and, apologize. I mean, th- that's the problem, I think, with Facebook right now and, and the memories button. If you if you click over to the memories button last week and this week, and yeah. it's all about the Rock Island Grand Prix, Rock it Island is. Grand Prix. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's this is the first time in 16 years that I will not be in the Quad Cities area. It's kind of weird. You know? it, yeah. So my longest running event that I have been to. Um, yeah, you, you, know, you started, you start, you started with us in 2004 and you've been to every Rock Island Grand Prix since then. Yeah. So I missed, I missed a couple, uh, or missed one super Nats because of, uh, uh, birth of my child. So, yeah. um, I we didn't let, let quite have, I didn't quite have a run going on there. I mean, I still kind of do since, since then. So that's kind of now the, the longstanding streak I have going, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a unique uh, obviously, this year has been nothing but unique circumstances, yeah. to say the least. But uh, well, the crazy thing was too, Dave. Remember when, when everything got changed around with IndyCar and the road to Indy? My road, my this weekend was actually going to open up, and because you're going to the USPKS race at one point before Rock Island canceled, I was actually going to Rock Island to run the Rock Island broadcast, and you were going to be at the USPKS race. So I would have been there, and you wouldn't have been. You would have been up at Road America. It was this the way things were shaking down was so weird. Yeah, it's very that that would have been a really weird situation to right? have you at Rock Island and me at, in Wisconsin. But yeah. Um, it, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, uh, you know, the event's not going to happen as we're seeing a lot of events because it has spectators. So that is obviously the uh, the issue that surrounds an event like Rock Island Grand Prix, yeah. uh, Elkhart Grand Prix, Quincy Grand Prix, all these events. You know, as you know from the road to any stuff. It's it's kind of moved your program around, as you said. You were supposed to be in Portland right now, so uh, exactly right. I should be in Portland for that race. So right. Yeah, it's it's a bit yeah. weird, but uh, you know what? It's great to be because Labor Day weekend. We love racing on these these holiday weekends because it, it provides a great opportunity to go out and enjoy um, a, a typically longer weekend. And be doing it at the racetrack will be great. And there's there's no better racetrack than Road America. Yeah, I was just going to say, you're going to go up to the National Park of Speed, which overall, the, the entire facility itself, one of the icons in terms of motorsports uh, events, or not events, but motorsports tracks and, and facilities in the country. Uh, and, and it may, it's kind of weird because it's almost like the kart track there is like this hidden jewel that not not a lot of people have got a chance to go to. I know, I know that when you get into your event notes, you talk about the races that have been there, but there really hasn't been any major, major events over the last 10 years, probably. Well... That, that it's ironic because I called it that in the preview that I'm writing for the website. I said, it's yeah. kind of like the, the, uh, the, the best kept best 
best kept secret in karting right now Almost, is the Road yeah. America facility, uh, the kart track. I even talked to Terry Trader. He's like, oh, they have a kart track there? I'm like, Terry Trader, you've been in this sport longer than I've been born and you didn't know this? Um, so yeah, it's, and, and ironically, as you said, 10 years, that was the last time we were actually trackside for an event there in Ro- at Road America. It was the WKA Manufacturers Cup Series event in 2010, along with the road racing that was going on on the big track. So, uh, yeah, it's been 10 years since I personally have been to, uh, to Road America. So it's the SeaTech Manufacturing Motorplex. That's a sponsorship uh, on the track at Road America. Of course, over in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, September 4, 5, 6, the date. So uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday race. The Badger State Grand Prix, the second round of this year's USPKS. Uh, rounds three, uh, second event, rounds three and four of the six-round championship, David. All six count. Uh, but yeah, like, it's interesting to think about the, the history of the, of the different programs that have actually been at Road America. We haven't been there for just 10 years, as you said, uh, but before that, man, Manufacturers Cup, like you said, the old Snap-on Stars of Carding program. There was a Rotax Grand Nationals there. The CKNA Cup Cards North America has used a facility as well. Um, Route 66, too, man. That's It's had a lot of had a lot of big races. Well, I think the, the repaving in 2017 has certainly kind of jump-started uh, the momentum for the facility again. They, I agree. And it's, it's a unique... Uh, facility in that they run Tuesday night club league and they run a Saturday club. So they actually have two club programs going on throughout this, the racing season. So it has a, a unique uh, niche in that you don't typically have a weekday uh, club series going on at a lot of racetracks, maybe in rental carts, but not competition carts like they do. Um, so that's one of the unique aspects, but yeah, the repaving in 2017 at the end of the year, uh, it's kind of brought back life into uh, the facility with Route 66 being there um, the last three seasons. They were actually opened up the 2020 uh, season in July 3 through 5th, uh, 4th of July weekend uh, was their season opener. Got moved up to Road America because of all the COVID rescheduling and, and cancellations that happened. So, um, but yeah, we've Stars of Carding that was there in the uh, early 20s. It was, I believe, 2006 was the U.S. Rotex Grand Nationals that was that was held there. And ironically, this is probably going to be the first time that Mike Rollison, who won in Senior Max, is going to be at Road America since then. Whoa. Probably. So that that's, you going? <laughs> I mean, that's it's good. probably been what 14 years since he's been there. So yeah. that'll be, uh, you know, and it's it's kind of it's kind of going to be the focal point. Um, about the facility because again not many of these competitors have been there so i think those who have been there and those who have been there recently because of the the type of asphalt that is laid down is a very it doesn't rubber up that's one thing they don't do because the club program uses hard tires so the track never really rubbers up uh until the end of the weekend so it, you know i think i think having uh firsthand knowledge of the racetrack and the the facility itself is going to be key throughout this weekend for those who have never been to the track, the SeaTech Manufacturing Motorplex, um, but you've potentially watched races at Road America on TV, they come down the straightaway and the big track to turn five. They turn left there. It's a hard-breaking zone. They turn left. They go up the hill under the Corvette Bridge. Essentially, if they weren't to lift the throttle and we go straight off instead of going left in turn six, you'd end up on the racetrack. It's essentially as you come through six and then seven down to the hurry downs, which is turn number eight, before you turn left into the carousel. The track is actually, David, right to driver's right as they come down into the braking zone there. You can see the track the whole time uh, when you're actually uh, on the outside of turn seven watching or in turn six watching it. And then, of course, the paddock area actually becomes a, a major camping area during any of the major weekends. It is. And I and I can't, every time I've gone there, and I've gone there, you know, you look when we did our face-to-face, you saw some pictures from Road America because I've been on the big track probably, oh, 12 times I've raced yeah. there. In, in my career, I always get the directions mixed up because you think the front stretch goes east to west when you get when you get to the facility. Really, it goes north and south is what the front stretch on the big track does. So I was thinking when you go up to turn six, you're heading north. Well, you're not really heading north. You're heading west. So, <laughs> so yeah, I've never, listen, I've never actually ma- made that. I've never actually in my mind, I, I thought you came out of turn, whatever the final corner and it was West to East. I thought you were kind of driving back towards Sheboygan going down to turn one. No, you're I heading, gotta, you, when you come out of the last corner, you're heading South towards. All right. Pinnacle. I got to go to Google earth. I thought I have it. I have it pulled up right now. It's just to confirm what I'm looking at because That's every funny. year, you know, you're, you're looking down the front stretch and you yeah. look 
and you think the the weather's coming at you, well, it's actually if it's going east, you know, west to east, it's going away from you. Oh, at least right. on the main straight for the big track. Yeah. Now, now when that. you look at the uh, at the at the karting track again, yeah, it's it's as you said, if you were to come off turn six, go straight in, you'd be you'd be right in the cart track if you get through all those trees and stuff like that. So, well, it, interesting. Um, Let's just talk about the track itself, David. There's a, a couple of guys have done have been there in, in karting before, indie car drivers. I remember back in the day watching Marco Andretti run, and I think he was I think he was like Yamaha Junior or something when he was racing there. Uh, it might have been Man Cup, and then first ever senior podium in ICC for Graham Rahal at the Stars of Karting. Was it Road America as well? Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure Connor Daly. <clears throat> excuse me, Connor Daly yeah. has been uh, on the car track there back like in the, the Hinchcliffe, early days. Hinchcliffe, probably. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure Hinchcliffe. Yeah, maybe in the Stars yeah. of Karting days back yeah. then. Um, I'm trying to think of some others, but I think that's it. But again, you know, as you said, national events at this facility is not have have not gone there in a very long time in, in long over time. 10 years. Yeah. You got, you got to go to like, like I said, guys that are maybe more veteran drivers, like a Sage Carum. And some of those guys probably were there in the stars of karting days. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Maybe, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure Spencer Pickett. I, he might, Pickett might've been out there too. Pickett might've been a cadet by then, uh, by maybe, cadet, right? maybe in the, in the WK days, but, yeah. uh, yeah. So again, 10 years since, you know, heck, a lot of the micro drivers weren't even born yet. <laughs> uh, I know it's ridiculous. All right, Dave, let's give us an update on the event schedule for those who are going to be tuning into our ECAN trackside live coverage. Of course, Tim Coyne on the mic. Uh, you'll be handling all the, uh, the trackside live as we always do on ecartynews.com slash live for the live audio. You'll be doing all the work on Facebook and Twitter with the instant uh, results updating. What's the schedule look like for this particular round of the USPKS? Uh, very similar to what we saw in July at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, Thursday, you have unofficial practice. So I think a lot of the competitors and teams are going to be uh, utilizing that, especially going to a facility that uh, they've never been to. Uh, Friday is the official practice day where they'll get five total sessions. You have four seven-minute rounds and then a last round of 10 minutes. Uh, Saturday and Sunday are each of their own rounds. So you have round three on Saturday and round four on Sunday, uh, with a qualifying pre and final and final. The, uh, the pre-final laps are going to be 14 and 16, uh, with final laps being 20, 24 and 26. So a lot of laps going to be, uh, put down, uh, this weekend in each of the categories. Well, like I said, it'd be interesting to see whether or not the rubber does go down. You said it doesn't go down early. Will it be different by the time we get to those long main events on Sunday afternoon? That uh, that will play a factor, obviously, in, in chassis setup and what the mechanics are able to do to the carts, which is interesting. Yeah, and and with a new compound, obviously, uh, you know, twenty twenty is a new compound yeah. for the uh, for the MG tires. So we'll see. Again, you know, that was one of the kind of the talking points at Newcastle, both for USPKS and 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 Scusa with the Avinco tires as well. So. Uh, with a uh, very similar compound. So we'll see, we'll see how, uh, how that shakes out uh, as we go throughout the weekend. All right, folks, quick break in the action here on episode number 11 of the EKN Outlap. David Cole giving us a preview of the upcoming USPKS event. When we get back after this quick break, we'll do the by the numbers and have a quick look uh, at the classes and what we have in terms of numbers compared to the first round of the season at Newcastle. Stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. In Las Vegas this past November, at the Rock the Real finale and the Scusa Super Nationals, Formula K reigned supreme. Daniel Formal drove his leading-edge motorsports Formula K Evo 3 to wins in the biggest races of the year, proving the outright speed of the Formula K brand. And you can make Formula K your cart in 2020 by contacting your local dealer today. Atlanta Motorsports Park is the importer and distributor of the Formula K line, as well as the race-winning Praga chassis, and you can connect with your dealer through the AMP website. The new 2020 Formula K Monster Evo 3 is ready to ride and win, complete with IP Karting's new STRV brake system. Follow in the footsteps of Formal and steer your own Formula K to victory lane. If a Praga is more your style, the Dragon Evo 2 is the perfect choice for single-speed competition. Bolt on your Miami X30, Vortex Rock or Rotax Max and go out and win. Atlanta Motorsports Park has both Formula K and Praga chassis in stock to support new dealers and they have previous year models in their inventory available for racers who are looking to get a winning chassis at a discount. 
Head to atlantamotorsportspark.com slash karting to learn more about Formula K, Praga, and AMP's karting program. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you? Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network. Rob Howden and David Cole providing uh, the ECAN Outlap Preview Podcast of this coming weekend's USPKS event, uh, rounds number three and four, event number two on the series. David, uh, all in all, great start to the season. 218 entries at Newcastle to kick things off. Uh, Road America right now, pre-entry set at around 162. Still really good numbers, not up to the 218. Some people may not be traveling, whatever it may be. We know that Newcastle very centralized, a, a bit more of a hike to get up to Wisconsin. But all in all, the numbers still pretty strong across the board. I I was kind of penciling in like as 150 being a win. Uh, okay. Because again, right. it's been since 2016 that this program has gone up into Wisconsin. Uh, that was one of the things that we used to, when we were at uh, the US Air uh, Motorsport yeah. Raceway in Shawano, That's Wisconsin. It. So it's been a while since the program's been up to Wisconsin. That's always, as you said, it's a little bit more of a hike for, for competitors coming from the East competitors coming from the South. But, uh, you know, again, it, it, 2020 is a complete, completely different ball game. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> the, the program should have been completed last month in July. So, uh, now that we're into September and this being the second event of the season, you know, you kind of figured, yeah, it's not going to be the big turnout that we're going to have at Newcastle because Newcastle is essentially the, first big major event that we've had in the summer months with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic shutting everything down for those essentially three months, March, April, and May. So so Newcastle was kind of the big first, everybody's just, I got to go race. Yeah. <laughs> and so now and, it's... And they all wanted to be there because the SCUSA, the Summer Nats Pro Tour was coming up as well. So you may have got some good drivers there. People just kind of went to Newcastle and said, hey, we're here. <laughs> we're going we're to be here for a month. Yeah, so really to be only 50 entries down uh, is, is is pretty good considering it was, A, a record turnout, one of the first times they've been over 200 entries. So, you know, this overall, when you look at the numbers, it's the same total as what they had in Ocala for the season opener in 2019. Yeah. So essentially we have everybody back <laughs> if, when you look at it numbers-wise that uh, started out the program in 2019 and then from there everything got bigger and bigger so newcastle motorsports park was 181 and then uh and then newcastle or sorry yeah gopro in 2019 which was the second event was 179 then you go to newcastle which was 181 and then of course the opener this year being the 218 so yes so being, as it stands yeah we're, we're this is still the fourth largest event in the history of the series yeah, so that's why I said it's it's a win, you know. Yeah. Being Labor Day weekend, people don't always want to race Labor Day weekend. Kids are kind of back in school, whether it be hybrid or uh, or virtually online. Uh, so there's there's a lot of different circumstances, but it's great to have uh, essentially a record number uh, going into Road America. Well, and let's say this too. Again, the 218 Newcastle entries was final entries. We're still pre-entry. And I know that you never know how many walk-ups you're going to get, whether it's five or 10. It's a potential for walk-up entries. They're going to be allowed on Thursday once the registration gets fired up there tomorrow at the racetrack. So there's still an opportunity to get closer to, you know, maybe getting up to the 170s. We'll see. But bottom line is still 
uh, a tremendous turnout, fourth largest and going up to Road America, like you said, David. So all in all, you know, micro swift up a couple from up to 21 drivers, a uh, little drop in, in mini junior, really kind of a drop across the board. Maybe the biggest, the biggest drop kind of surprising to me is, is a, a pretty big drop, 17 drivers less than in X30 pro class. We had 42 pros uh, at the opening round, just 25 pre-entered for this particular weekend. Yeah, it's a very competitive class, and typically it's been throughout the eight-year history of the USPKS, it's been about that 30 mark or higher, yeah, uh, except for I think 2017 was kind of the down year where we didn't really have 30 or more in that pro category. So, uh, you know, maybe five walk-ups so we can get up to that five, that uh, that 30 mark. But uh, again, as you said, a lot of those guys were using it as a, as a precursor to the Scusa Pro Tour. So. Yeah. That number is kind of going to, obviously we're, we're fluctuating with the numbers, but just uh, but comparison, it is a lot, but really in the long term, it's only really down five from what is the average number that we typically see in the class. Yeah, still 162 overall entries in just the seven categories, which is awesome too, a focused schedule on the USPKS. All right, another break in the action. And David and I are going to get back. He'll jump right into talking about the particular categories. As we've said, we'll hit the pre-entry numbers. David will kind of give you a, a just a little bit of a review to remind you of what happened at the opening rounds back at Newcastle in July. Look at the points as well. And David will maybe throw some spoilers out for you, some guys that could potentially fight out for the race win when everybody does get rolling up at Road America. Again, this is episode number 11 of the EK and Outlap, our preview of the USPKS event this weekend up at Road America. When we get back, X30 Senior and X30 Junior. Carts, parts, engines, tires, and tools. At SharkShifter.com, what you need is just a click away. We carry the biggest names in chassis, like Tony Cart and FA, DR Cart, CRG, and VLR. We have new chassis and all the parts you need. At SharkShifter.com, we also stock top quality replacement parts from Swift components like axles, sprockets, and hubs. We have the inventory you need for your stock Honda as well, from cylinders, heads, and engine parts to reeds, exhaust pipes, ignition covers, radiators, air filters, and air boxes. We build our own billet aluminum components as well, including motor mounts and clutch levers. Need to add to your toolbox? We offer alignment tools, brake, battery, and exhaust tools, tire gauges, and hand tools. Stop messing around getting your seat in the right position. We have a seat mounting system that makes it easy. Check the website for monthly specials. If you need it, we can get it to you fast. We ship the same day. SharkShifter.com, your online source for carts and parts. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com, where all our products are just a mouse click away. We ship daily to ensure that you get your order as quickly as possible, and we are constantly adding new products to our online store. We specialize in IAMI engines, tillet seats, ceramic product line, OTK products, Briggs & Stratton engines, and of course, our championship-winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fit your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to Innovative Engine Works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network and our EKN Outlap Preview Podcast of this coming weekend's USPKS event. My name's Rob Howden, joined by the managing editor of EKN, David Cole, and of course the producer of our EKN Trackside Live program. David, you and Tim Coyne will be up there for this one at, at Road America. Uh, let's talk about X30 Senior first and foremost. We just kind of mentioned that before we went to the break. 25 pre-entries, but man, there are, there's a lot of big guns, including the new national number one. Who will be there this weekend? Yeah, the, I mean, the opener in uh, Newcastle was certainly set the stage for what should be an exciting championship race. 
as we have a solid top five drivers uh, that are in the hunt early on uh, that were able to uh, to kind of solidify themselves in the championship chase. But when, uh, as you mentioned, a new scu- uh, new EKN driver rankings, number one driver yeah. with Arias Dumejian being uh, the the series opening winner uh, for USPKS coming out uh, on the willpower cart to win uh, the opener in Newcastle, uh, beating out just edging out Brandon Jarzakrak, three time series defending champion, and Ryan Norberg, four time Scusa Pro Tour champion. So that's that's a, that's a stout uh, top three from Saturday's race at Newcastle. Just just <laughs> that alone started that you knew it was going to be a great weekend, and it really yeah. was. Uh, and then rain on Sunday kind of mixed things up a little bit, but allowed veterans Phil Arscott to to show off his uh, Oregon and Wash his Pacific Northwest uh, native skills in the rain and uh, kind of put a put a beat down on everybody in the on the wet track and, and score victories. So giving Will Powercart uh, two victories uh, that weekend. But again, I, I said the top five in the championship are really going to be the guys that are going to be duking it out. I think throughout uh, this weekend, when you look at uh, championship leader Brandon Jarzakrak, not exactly, <clears throat> not able to score a victory, but you know, solidified himself as a championship leader with pretty consistent results throughout the weekend. But his teammate, his Mike Doty Racing teammate, Paulie Massimino, had a very impressive weekend. Had a runner-up on Sunday to R. Scott in the wet weather actually led early on until R. Scott was able to get around him, but uh, he only trails Jarzakrak by 12 points. You throw in R. Scott back by 36, Norberg back by 61, and then Dumejian back by 93, who already has a victory. Uh, again, every session is going to matter, uh, and, and especially in this category with the stout field that's going to be there in Road America and that fact that all six rounds count. So there's no drops. So you you lose a you lose a position you don't you can't think about you know oh i'll drop this race no you that's it's, it it's every ah. position matters and, and i think that's kind of what has Jarzakrak leading the championship is he's got a couple pre-final wins you know uh, a top qualifier as well so uh that that you know being consistent throughout the weekend is certainly going to be key uh to keeping yourself in the hunt you haven't mentioned him yet. Uh, Bryson Morris finished third in the Sunday race at Newcastle at the USPKS opener. Of course, uh, two championships of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, both X30 Senior and KA100 Senior. So he'll definitely be in the fight. No. But David. No. What? He's not going to be there? He will not be there. Yeah, sorry. I forgot to put that. I what? Forgot. Yes. I put he's that down the, in KA100 Junior. but I He's leading the points. Why isn't he going to be there? Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, well, All right. he's, All right. he's, he's leading KA. Ah. Yes. He's leading. Ah. Yeah. Damn, that's it. Okay, well, that's you know that's big news as it is right there. But we'll hold on to that. All right, we're gonna hold on to that. Spoilers though, because you mentioned that the, that, you know, the guys that you're talking about were gonna be in the fight. But at least two of the spoilers here, I get all three of them, I guess, that you have down here, I think are gonna be in the middle of the scrap. So I, I, I don't think you can leave any of these guys out here. Who are your spoilers? Well, I put Brandon Lemke number one because as yeah. we as we kind of mentioned uh, in the opening. The, the racetrack, not a lot of people have been to. So he has probably the most experience out of probably anybody that'll be racing throughout the weekend at Road America, being a, a Wisconsin native, having a number of laps there, you know, in the early years of the facility. Yeah. And of course, uh, you know, for the Route 66 program, I don't think he was there in KA because they don't have an X30 class in the Route 66 series, but, uh, but he has... He has uh, experienced both the old racetrack and the newly repaved uh, surface. So he understands the racetrack. You know, Franklin Motorsports and, and the Merlin Nation mm-hmm. are going to be on that machine uh, okay. throughout the weekend and making sure it's uh, at the top of the up, of the field. And another one, Armin Kavkusik. He has a lot of experience at Road America as well, too. So I'm throwing his name out there as a, as a possible spoiler to, uh, to kind of mix it up with the, the championship contenders and be towards the front. Uh, because again, experience takes you a long way, but as we've seen with, with Luca Mars, who's my third spoiler, um, you don't need a lot of experience to be able to run up front <laughs> in the senior class, right? Yeah. Rookie this year in senior and wow, was he ever good at the Scusa race? And, uh, I look, yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, okay. So 
looking at our our, our lineup of when we're break, kind of our, our script here, we're not going to talk about Bryson Morris and why he's not there until after the break. So those of you who are tuning in here, whether you're driving to work in the morning, whether you're driving to the racetrack or driving home or, or in the garage listening to this podcast, you're going to have to wait till after the next commercial for David to somehow give us some information of why Bryson Morris won't be here this weekend. But uh, David, let's move into X30 Junior, 23 pre-entries. Um, give me the scoop on Connor Zilich. Is, is he going to be there at least? No, <laughs> he's because he's in Europe, right? He's in Europe. Uh, yeah, what he's is, uh, so the excerpt here. Here, I was let, you didn't get, kind of, well, you didn't segue it a, a great way for me. So you kind of just say, "Hey, let's talk about X thirty Junior," and I was going to get into it, but anyway. Hey, Dave, Dave. Hey, let's talk about X thirty Junior. So X thirty Junior has a very <laughs> interesting uh, dra- drama before we even get to the racetrack. Pre-race drama. Pre-race drama. Our top two drivers in the championship will not be at Road America. That's crazy. So we have Connor Zilla. Again, Newcastle, the first event out of the pandemic. Everybody's going to be there, right? now. That's true. Now everybody's shuffling around trying to figure out, okay, what races are we going to go to now? Yeah. And so obviously with uh, with Zillage, it's a a unique circumstance in the fact that He's on. He's uh. He's representing Team USA at the FIA Academy Trophy this year. So he is Shout alone. Out to him. So Shout he's the lone him. USA driver. Uh, they had their their opener at uh, the same weekend as the second weekend of Scusa. They were in. Uh, I can't think of what racetrack they were at. Was it Gank? What? No, that's where they're going. It was um in Spain. Uh, Zura, Zura, Spain. Oh, there you go. Or was it? You you keep talking, I'll find it. Anyway, he was in Europe. He wasn't in the U.S. And he he stayed over there. He took part in the the European Championships in the OK Junior category. And now he's gearing up for the second event, event, which I believe is going to be at Genk. So uh, so he won't be in Road America. Second in points, Josh Pearson who was last year's uh, Scusa number three plate in the X30 junior category. He's, he was second. He's second in points in USPKS. He moved up to shifter as we saw at this uh, Scusa pro tour, but he's also been competing with you at the, uh, the Cooper tires USF 2000 championship. So yeah. with both events falling on the same date, uh, this labor day, he will be with you in Indianapolis and not in Elkhart Lake for the karting event. All right. To update it, I think it looks like he was, uh, the race was in Adria. Mm. Right? Correct. Yep. In, in Italy. Yeah. Yep. Idly. Yeah. Um, Idly. Exactly. And yeah, indeed, uh, Josh Pearson, as you said, the rookie this year in the Cooper Tires USF 2000 championship, running with exclusive autosports. So making his run up to USF 2000, he's going to be racing on the road course of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on Thursday and Friday. Now he could maybe bolt up there for Saturday and Sunday, but that's probably not going to happen. So wow, that's uh yeah. So first and second of the points, not going to be there this weekend, which blows things wide open for sure, Dave. It does. It certain and it certainly uh makes it a little bit more interesting. Obviously with with Zillage having two victories, he put himself way out front in the championship early, a 60 point advantage. So but that was over Pearson. So really technically he had a 99 point advantage over who is now the championship leader, Alex Stanfield. So Stanfield riding off a runner-up finish in round one has become the championship leader. With him being the championship leader, it now bunches up essentially the top seven drivers, really top eight drivers, into almost 100-point separation. So you have drivers such as um, Justin Adekonis, Paul Bocuse, Max Opolsky, Thomas Anunziata, Alex Berg, uh, Brent Cruz, Jace Park. All these drivers are now, some of these guys who were like, oh, I missed out on two wins. Zillage has this made. Well, Zillage isn't there anymore. It brings everybody kind of back into this championship chase. So this especially, weekend, this weekend. Especially, is gonna, say, especially with no drops. With no drops, especially with no drops. So this weekend is going to be very crucial for any of those guys, especially out of the top five that are looking to get themselves back in the championship chase, they're going to need two solid rounds of racing uh, going uh, going in this weekend. Cruz is especially one of them. He kind of struggled in Newcastle for the USBKS weekend. Uh, a couple of bad pre-finals here and there kind of put him back further in the field both days. 
Uh, John Burke, another driver who kind of had some bad, some issues in pre-finals. He's, he's on the outside looking in, so he's going to need another um, good weekend this weekend at Road America. And then another driver to watch kind of throwing in a wrench going to be a spoiler essentially really will, is going to be Carson Morgan uh, making his USPKS debut of 2020. Uh, he's going to j- be racing in Road America. He's coming off the uh, double championships at uh, the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. Yeah, indeed. So uh, a lot of action for sure. 23 drivers set to go in X30 Junior. Again, those are pre-entries. Another quick break in the action. When we get back, KA100 Senior, uh, KA100 Junior, and X30 Master on the preview docket. David Cole will finally fill us in on what's going on with Bryson Morris. Stick with us. More to come after this break. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis and the new for 2020 in the U.S., the Red Speed and the EOS, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and the Scusa Winter Series and the Pro Kart Challenge, and the United States Pro Kart Series and the WK Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line or to find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xpree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK directly. Looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Lead engine builders Mark Harrison and Gary Lawson have decades of karting experience, providing racers the power to reach the top step of the podium. Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Comet specializes in Yamaha KT100, IAMI Swift, IAMI X30, IAMI Leopard, and Rock Engines. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstones of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. Engine rentals are available at all the events that Comet attends in 2018, including WKA, SCUSA, USPKS, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Contact the Comet team today at CometCartsales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. If you're looking to step up your engine program, send it to Comet Racing Engines. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode 11 of the EKN Outlap Preview Podcast. Rob Howden and David Cole I'm going over what's going to happen this coming weekend at the second event, rounds three and four of the USPKS, the United States Pro Kart Series. David, 37 pre-entries, biggest category for the event, KA100 Senior. KA100 Senior, yes. It's one of the biggest categories we're seeing across the country. Uh, it was at Newcastle for the USPKS, had over 50 drivers, down only to 37, but still a solid field of drivers. You have a, a mixture of guys who have been at the front nationally, and you have a lot of regional guys that are going to be coming in trying to uh, to compete with some of these national names that we're going to see. One name we're not going to see, though, is Bryson Morris. <laughs> oh, wow. What? what? Bryson Morris. Shocker. Uh, who, who won <laughs> round two in Newcastle and is leading the championship, will not be at Road America. Uh, he told me that. Why, David? He, uh, to be honest, I don't really know why because I never really got into it, but he just told me that uh, – told me at Newcastle that he wasn't going to road America. And I, he just, I just don't think they wanted to go. I think is, is the plain and simple reason. Um, I, I was waiting. I tried con- content connecting with him right now to get the official statement, but no official statement has been made other than that. They were not going, um, I'm doing it too. I'm we do know, we do right know, now. 
we do know he was nursing a uh, oh, that's true. injured ribs uh, yeah. the last round of the Scusa Pro Tour. So again, it could be to help uh, to help nurse that, or the fact that their school. Uh, again, there was no official statement other than the fact that he told me we're just not going. Well, I've just sent a message out to his dad, I, Jason, so we'll find I, out too. I did too, but nothing back. So he, he actually must be working instead of playing on the sim. I, I talked to Jason last night on the phone. We didn't even talk about it. He and I were talking about something else on the phone last night. Didn't even, didn't even bring that up. All right, well, listen, in the absence of the now two-time Supercarts USA champion, mm-hmm. uh First off, let's go over what you, what we saw at the opening round Saturday and Sunday. Who were the uh, the primary guys to run up front, and and where's the, what's the championship look like now? And who do you think will be spoilers to come in to battle it out with the establishment? Well, Mor- Morris was one of two winners. We had Arias Dumejian winning on Saturday to open up the the series, so he actually had two victories on the weekend himself: one in X thirty, one in K one hundred senior. Um, Alex Bertignoli was really kind of the, the standout guy except he came away with no victories, but he came away with two third-place finishes. So he essentially now is the championship leader with the absence of Morris. Duke Medjian is going to be second place in the points with Hayden Jones, who was runner-up on Saturday in round one. He'll be third in points. Uh, Luke Selican sitting there in fourth, or sitting there now in fourth, uh, fifth when you counted Morris. But uh, Selican came on late, wasn't quite there in the hunt on Saturday, but really stood out on Sunday coming up uh, runner up to Bryson Morris on Sunday. So we'll see again. I think Selican. No, I don't think he was there in 2006. So I don't think Selican's ever been to this racetrack as well, but there's no way he was there in 2006. No. I, yeah, you're right. So uh, he, I think he was, he was probably like one. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, he, maybe, he was probably a kid Carter, I think. By he might have been three or four yeah. or five, at but most. he's under the tent with Mike Rollison of Rollison Performance Group. So yeah. Mike obviously is going to understand the racetrack, maybe not so much the surface that's there now, but at least understands the racetrack. And Sullivan is again one of the leading coaches under the uh, Rollison Performance Tent, so he's going to have their K100 senior crew ready to go. Uh, as the weekend gets going, so David, it, it is the thing about how, the experience there too. It, it's a really interesting racetrack. Though, again, we kind of just talked about where it was at Road America. It's it's a different track too because you kind of you you kind of you go uphill and then downhill, right? You ladder your way up the hill, and you ladder your way up to the very top part of the. It's got to be at least two stories or more higher, and then you kind of ladder your way back down, coming back down the racetrack down to the, the the flat part of the track. It's such a unique track, I think, and, and among those in the U.S. as well. I think the only the, like the last four corners are the flat or the only flat sections of the racetrack. Let me see. Yeah. yeah. One, okay. two, three, four. So yeah, the last four turns are all flat. Everything else is elevation. So as you're going up the hill into turns one and two, that's all uphill and you go up to three, that's uphill. So as you come around turn three, and again, we'll have a video Friday kind of showing you um, the elevation and onboard and, and, and all that stuff. But as you come out of three, you're going now downhill. So everything is downhill. So all the apexes are down and away from you and until you get down to the flat part with the, with the final four corners. So wow. certain, certainly different uh, racetrack compared to a lot of the tracks that we go to. And, you know, obviously Newcastle has its own type of elevation. This is actual elevation where, <laughs> where the ground, where you, as you said, you're like two or three stories up at one point of the racetrack all the way down to the next. Yeah, it's well. I love it. Um, uh, do, 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 talk about the guys you think are, are going to be spoilers slash uh, maybe new guys in the fight. Yeah, spoilers are guys to watch. Obviously, as we said, an X30 senior, Brandon Lemke, will be doing double duty. So he'll be one to watch in K100 senior. He was actually the opening round winner at the Scusa Pro Tour. Just wasn't able to get back on top of the podium that weekend. But you throw you throw him in with other uh, Franklin Motorsports and Merlin teammates, Josh Holtz and Nick Turlecki, who actually won the K100 Senior Class at Route 66 back in July. So they'll be ones to watch. They have they should be quick right out of the gate right away. Yeah, but um, you look at uh, Luca Mars is also doing double duty, so he'll be making his first start in this class. We saw him do double duty in Scusa. He finished second in X30 Pro or X30 Senior. And then there's still a little bit of discussion about where he's finishing in K100 Senior Championship. Um, 
they think he might have finished second or third, one or the other. They're trying to figure that out still. But uh, uh, but either way, two categories, two uh, two podiums on the championship. So uh, he'll be one to watch. But an inch, two interesting stories that will be uh, one to watch will be the return of Mike McAndrews, who uh, is a, a former series champion and former series winner, and TJ Coyne, the new the new dad. Uh, making his return to the seat as a father now. So we'll be able to see if uh, fatherhood has changed him at all. Well, there's no master's class for TJ yet, is there? Well, he's not quite 30 yet. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, but he's a dad. Come I mean, on. We, we could create a class, you know, a dad class if you wanted to, but that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah, be good. but again, experience those two drivers yeah. have a lot of laps at this racetrack. So, very true. Very true. And listen, both again, like you said, you know, Mike's obviously a, a former winner champion. TJ can, TJ's a guy that can can roll off the, off the trailer, and it, and if it's there where he needs, he can win any race he gets into, right? He, it could be an X thirty Masters race, uh, rather a senior race or K one hundred senior. It doesn't matter what it is. If TJ's on his game, and they get things rolling. He can win anytime he he rolls off too. So, I like those two guys as as kind of cool picks to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, KA100 Jr. I'm trying to give you a good, easy segue lead in. KA100 Jr., David, 20 entries. What do you think? Well, I think the <laughs> the, uh, the the ongoing storyline for this event is championship leaders not being at the second event. Uh, so the KA100 Jr. is another category where we don't have the championship leader. We don't have the second place driver in the championship. And we don't have the third place driver in the championship ending this event uh logan adams who was the round one winner is uh the championship leader going into the weekend but uh he will be absent he will be back at newcastle as they're having the uh the kra under the lights race at newcastle sports park so he'll be staying at home for that one uh connor zillage as we talked about earlier he uh he had a podium finish there in newcastle sitting second in the points he's in europe so he will not be there as well and Mateo Rubio Luengo, who was the round two winner, uh, will not be there as well. So um, not quite sure. Didn't get a story as to why he won't be there. Uh, so he could be a walk-up entry. We don't know that yet. But um, as it sits right now, top three drivers are not going to be there. Yeah, well, that's, that's well, speaking of that Newcastle night event, I, if I would have known about that, I would have tried to jam that into my weekend here. That's something I could have did tomorrow night. Or rather than that tomorrow night on Saturday night. That would have been that might have been an idea. Too bad. Aren't you, aren't you working all day Saturday? No, Friday, Saturday, uh, Thursday, Friday is oh. uh, the road to Indy. I'm actually going, as you know, I'm going to the uh, U.S. Nationals at uh, Lucas Oil Raceway on Sunday. Little uh, first time ever to the drag track. I've never been to an well, NHR race. So it is only Wednesday. I'm sure you can find. It's a, only Wednesday. Club, no, that's true. I'm sure you can find a club cart to go race under the lights. I wonder if my Comet Eagle with Rob Howden stole the, the mine stole. Mine sold. Yours already sold. Mine finished on the podium this weekend at the uh, the Buckeye Karting Challenge. You know why? Because it's got a new axle in it. That's fine. I got the bill for that. But it was perfectly straight. <laughs> I got the bill for that. I feel like Chip Ganassi. But but the great thing about that story is is a driver who was struggling outside the top ten finished on the podium in, yes. in his first race. So that oh, listen, you, yeah. You and I are both big. You and I are both big fans of the Common Eagle. Let's let's get back to this. So, top three guys not in points, David, aren't attending, which is wild. We probably could find some more information on that. That's that's going to move Weston Workman. I gave you two out of the three. What's that? I gave you two out of the three. Why they're not there? The third one. I'm saying Weston Weston Workman. So yes, that essentially puts Weston Workman in the championship lead as he sits fourth going into the weekend. Him and Christian Miles are going to be the top two drivers in the championship going into the weekend. Miles finished third in round two. Weston Workman finished second in round one. Um, so that should be uh, that should be interesting. As again, kind of like X Thirty Junior, it brings a lot more guys back into the championship chase. Uh, one of those guys that again we talked about in X Thirty Junior that struggled. Brent Cruz also struggled in K One Hundred Junior. Finished uh, second on Sunday, but didn't quite have the points weekend he wanted. Was essentially sixth in the championship, but now he's third, sitting only four points behind Miles. So that puts him in the championship chase. Alex Stanfield in the chase. Uh, Austin Jers and Merlin Nation, he's in the championship chase. And also look at uh, at uh, Cameron Weinberg. Uh, very impressive at the Scusa Pro Tour weekend. Look for him to yeah. kind of, now that he's got a couple weekends under his belt in the KA category, 
look for him to kind of maybe be a spoiler this weekend as well. Like it. What about uh, other drivers to watch? Well, one to watch certainly is the Route 66 winner from uh, July, Aiden Levy. Uh, we kind of saw him battling uh, strong in USPKS. He's actually ninth in the championship. So he's another driver that could use this advantage, use this to his advantage, being uh, a two-time winner at the racetrack that they're going to. Uh, actually lives in North Carolina, so was able to go up there in July and, and grab a couple of wins uh, in his only Route 66 start. So he might be able to uh, to kind of lead the way throughout the weekend if he's going to use that experience to his best. Uh, Carson Morgan, as we talked about, X30 Junior, he's making his first series start also in the K100 Junior category. He's the Scusa Pro Tour champion, as we said before. So he's going to be a one to watch. And then an, an actual local driver who lives in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, uh, Bryce Mersberger. He's uh, r- driving for Franklin Motorsports and Merlin Nation. He's going to be racing at his home racetrack. So he'll be he'll probably be one driver to watch and keep your uh, your clock on. So I uh, got a message back from Jason Morris. Here's the update on uh, on Bryson. Indeed, we had talked about this, David, during the Supercars USA Pro Tour race at Newcastle. Uh, midway through the, the week, I think before the second week of the Pro Tour event there, the double the double weekend deal, he, he did hurt his ribs. And he says his ribs still pretty bad. And essentially being told by the doctor just to sit out for about four to six weeks. So there's the kind of input there for Bryson the, on the – on the hook right now, making sure that those ribs get back to where they need to be. And again, anytime it's anytime you have a significant injury to the ribs, you never know what you know. You're worried about your lungs a little bit if something were to were to break or whatever. So, man, on the couch right now for uh, for Bryson Morris well, trying to get on the mend. And, and we certainly know Road America is is not easy on the body, as we talked about the yeah. elevation changes. So there's going to be a lot of G forces. It's not a Newcastle where it's kind of flat. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be definitely hard on on some of these drivers, and it's a smart move being a very young driver. You know, want to make sure you uh, you keep healthy and be able to go long term instead of short term. Well, it's literally it's just it's been two weeks, right? Just a little over two weeks since the uh, since that the Supernats, I mean the, the Summer Nationals. So <laughs> he's got another month to go, really, if he stays with the if he stays with the uh, the six week uh, call from, uh, from his doctor. So yeah, it's uh, tough to do, but as we know, uh, if you've ever had a rib, a rib injury, uh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, as, as we just shared on the, uh, on the, uh, ECAN Facebook from our YouTube channel, the 2014 rock Island Grand Prix. Yes. We're going to go back to rock Island Grand Prix because it is rock Island Grand Prix week. Uh, during that Yamaha race that we shared, I actually injured my ribs and I literally was crying under the helmet as I finished the race in fifth. So the, and the year that I ran with RBI and booked it into the bales, uh, as uh, Sean beer put in go racing magazine, I uh, separated my rib cartilage and I have pretty bad allergies. And as you know, David, every time you go to rock <laughs> Island, all you do is sneeze the whole time you're there because the hay blows your, you always have allergies when we're there. For the next month back home in Canada, through all September, I was popping so many allergy pills because every time I sneezed, I almost started crying. I could, oh, I had the worst sleeps. Man, that was bad. Then I got was a little older than you are at that, this point, but oh, man. Any Anytime rib, you injure your rib, you get, it, it, it does bad. not get it's, it's bad. All right, let's, let's wrap up this segment. We have one more after this. Let's wrap up this segment with X30 Master. 11 pre-entries right now. Uh, is Scott Kopp at least going to be there? <laughs> Scott Cop will be there. Scott Cop, our two-time winner from the uh, X30 Master Class in Newcastle, both in the dry and the wet, and our EKN Driver of the Month for the month of July, uh, will be there. So he's leading the championship 60 points ahead of last year's champion, David Galawina. Uh, David finished runner-up to Scott on Sunday, uh, runner-up to Scott on Saturday was the other Scott, Scott Roberts. He sits third in the championship chase. Christian Vomir sitting fourth with Laurentiu Mardan, a former champion. Actually, both drivers are former champions. I was going to uh, say. Sitting yeah. there fourth and fifth. So we have a total, I think, of three champions sitting in the top five in this category. Both Roberts and Cop looking uh, to grab their first series championship. So uh, 11 drivers, all 11 have the opportunity to win. So it's going to be interesting. Cop obviously has the advantage knowing the racetrack more than any other driver in the field. Uh, so he he, he kind of has a home track advantage a little bit, even though it's not as technically home racetrack, but uh, we'll be able to see uh, 
if the field can uh, can battle and uh, reel in some points on, on Scott Cop. As well, uh, Scotty Roberts coming off the Scusa Pro Tour Championship as well. Yeah, so a lot of champions in there. I don't. I think Scott's the, Scott Cop's the only one without a championship. Maybe a Badger Car Club Championship that I know of, but uh, yeah, a lot. A very talented top five in the championship chase. All right, guys, final break in this particular EKN Outlap Preview Podcast. We're talking about the USPKS event this coming weekend at Road America. We get back after this break. Mini Swift and Micro Swift. Fast, fair, and fun. The Margag Night Spec Program offers you all of that and at an affordable price. The all-new IgniteKarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec package that begins with the Margate Racing chassis and adds in the incredible Briggs 206 engine package and the American-made Hoosier R80 tire. The Ignite K2 chassis is for ages 8 to 12, while the Ignite K3 is available for junior, senior, and master's drivers. The new look 2020 season will feature a handful of major events for Ignite Karting racers, including the USAC Karting Battle at the Brickyard on July 31st to August 2nd. Held inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, drivers not only race the historic facility, but they also have a chance to take a lap around the famed 2.5 mile oval and the iconic Yard of Bricks. All information on Ignite events throughout the country, Ignite Kart packages, and the dealers in your area are available at ignitekarting.com. So get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network. We'll wrap things up here on this ECAN Outlap podcast as David Cole kind of previewing the event that he's heading to uh, tomorrow sometime, I would assume. Are you on tomorrow, David, or are you heading up Friday morning? I will be uh, getting the car tomorrow about noon and then heading up there sometime, obviously with Chicago traffic and a little bit of a long, is- you know, a little bit of a over five hour drive. It's, it's right going to be yeah. definitely easier to go uh, Thursday night. All right, let's go Mini Swift, David. 25 entries in the Mini Swift category. Yeah, Mini Swift category is going to be stacked again, as we saw in uh, Newcastle. Really, anybody had the opportunity to win, I think, in the top 15 uh, at Newcastle. We saw essentially almost almost um, six different drivers on the podium over the two rounds. Uh, Mateus Orwella was the only driver to stand on the podium both days. He won on Saturday, finished second on Sunday. He goes into this weekend on the parallel end leading as a championship or leading the championship ahead of Sunday winner Cooper Shipman from Texas. Uh, the difference is 80 points there. So obviously standing on the podium is very key. And again, being consistent throughout the day is going to be key in the championship chase as all six rounds count. Uh, Max Garcia, the cart uh, sport North America, Will Power Kart driver sitting there in third, had a uh, third place finish on round two. Uh, Parker DeLong, who was a third place finisher on Saturday for round one, he sits fourth and then Cameron Brinkman sits fifth, uh, 139 points back. So a lot of catching up to do for those sitting in third, fourth and fifth. Also with Shipman sitting second because 80 points is a lot right now. But again, 
you know, after two full rounds of racing, a lot can be changed. Uh, Brinkman going in as a double winner from the Route 66 race that they had in July. So Brinkman that's big. Yeah. holds the uh, the home track advantage, if you will, going into the weekend. So he may be able to uh, to climb up there. But as we saw in the uh, the Scusa Pro Tour, uh, Parker DeLong back on the uh, the Nitro cart. Wasn't on a Nitro cart during the USPKS weekend. Uh, was on a Tony cart with Syntec. Uh, moved back with Nitro cart for the Scusa Pro Tour. Won three of the six races. Three? Yes. Th- won three. I, I believe you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. One, yeah. Anyway, championship won the championship. That's it. Uh, and and is back with Nitro Carp for for this weekend. So we'll we'll be able to see if he can kind of carry that momentum and gain back in the uh, the championship chase. Uh, let's look at spoilers and those other drivers you think we should be watching in Mini Swift. Uh, spoilers. I, I talked about home track advantage and Braden Zervez and uh, Ava Hansen. Uh, part of the Franklin Motorsports Merlin Nation that are going to be there. They're going to have a lot of drivers under that tent uh, this weekend being at, in the home state of Franklin Cart. Uh, so both drivers with, uh, with, with track experience at Road America. So you got to expect they're going to be battling within the top 10, maybe even the top five uh, as the weekend goes along. But uh, drivers to certainly watch who will probably be in there battling for podium finishes uh, you got to include Mini Swift rookie uh, Spencer Conrad, um, Ben Mayer, both drivers coming out of the Nitro cart, and then two drivers out of the uh, the Iron Rock Motorsports camp, Oscar Iliff and Helio Meza. Meza was runner-up in round one, so really is starting to show uh, great speed. Did did so in the uh, the Supercarts USA we- double yeah. weekend. But Oscar Iliff, <clears throat> another driver who is uh, is slowly gaining ground and uh, catching getting speed in the Mini Swift category. All right, let's cap things off with MicroSwift. And a lot of the drivers you're going to be seeing here are the ones that were front and center, of course, the opening round, but also front and center, the Scusa Pro Tour Summer Nationals, that uh, triple-header double weekend at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Many of those same drivers are going to be fighting here as well. 21 pre-entries. Let's hope we get a couple extra entries to come in to pump this up. But uh, 21's a pretty solid group for for the uh, the category Micro. Yeah, 21, great number for Micro Swift, but really everybody's going to be chasing Jack Iliff. Iliff was able to earn his first ever uh, USPKS victory in Newcastle and backed it up with a win on Sunday. And I believe, yes, if I recall correctly, Sunday was in the wet. So Iliff pulled off a Scott Cop, winning in the dry on Saturday and winning in the wet on Sunday. So Iliff uh, comes in as the championship leader, has a 101 point advantage. So you know, victories are certainly big in this in this program. So when you're able to get two like that, it certainly sets you up for uh, for not necessarily smooth sailing, but at least a little bit of a buffer in case a uh, little trouble happens over the weekend. But uh, Carson Weinberg sitting there in second, he finished second uh, in round one. Asher Osteen is sitting in third, 109 points back. Jace Petty, 155 points back and fourth. And Vivek Canthan, who had a very impressive uh, weekend that in Newcastle, and then with the Scusa Pro Tour event as well, sitting fifth, 176 points back. So all these drivers got a lot of uh, catching up to do uh, to Iliff. You know, similar to uh, your your notes, David, on the, on the Mini Swift category, you got a couple spoilers. You got a couple drivers to watch. I'm assuming the spoilers you have down here for uh, the local drivers once again. Yeah, local drivers once again: Cade Jagger and uh, Brady Shod. Uh, going to be local drivers, Wisconsin drivers. So, you know, maybe be able to use that uh, that home track advantage to kind of help put themselves up towards the front. Uh, drivers to watch, we saw it at the, uh, the Scusa Pro Tour on the second weekend. Wasn't there on the first weekend. But Isaac Malakut was uh, certainly fast and was essentially, what, two corners away from a possible victory before contact took yeah. that one away. But uh, he should be quick, along with uh, James Moss, another quick, uh, Michael Swift driver from Texas and then Sarah Bradley uh, another driver who's been quick with a nitro cart uh, in the micro Swift you know David a lot of talk you're going back and forth let's talk about Scott Cobb or Jack Iloff drivers who were able to win in both the dry and the wet uh, based on what I'm seeing here you're, you're not going to see any wet whatsoever this is going to be an almost ideal Labor Day weekend uh, just quick look at my phone 71 degrees and sunny on Friday high of 66 on both Saturday and sunny uh, sunny on Saturday, sunny clouds on on uh, on Sunday. Uh, essentially sunny in seventy five. 
That's a pretty much ideal when it comes to uh, an event at Road America. It's it's better than those uh, what ninety five high humidity uh, hay, <sighs> hay fever days at Rock Island Grand Prix. But uh, that's, that's yeah, true. it's uh, so hopefully yeah. So there won't be any precipitation. Going to be comfortable weather all weekend long. Perfect for racing. Uh, plenty of cheese curds and and brats and spotted cows oh, all weekend man. long. Double brat with the, the mustard, oh. <laughs> a little sauerkraut. Oh. Wow! That's, not to uh, mention, not to mention a, uh, a Friday night pil- pilgrimage to uh, to Seepkins, probably. Yeah, head Seepkins for sure. Uh, that's the great thing about USPKS. I know you have a great time when you're there. Are, any cornhole tournaments coming up, or what do you what do you think? I, I don't know. Well, you know, obviously with uh, with the the COVID nineteen, we kind of had the uh, the social distancing going on at uh, at Newcastle, so I did not partake in any there. Uh, things are a little bit better, I guess, if you want to say uh, regarding that. So I don't, you know, I'm sure there's there'll be some bags going on, but uh, we played. We, we play, I played once. That was at we were so. We, we yeah, excuse it. We socially distanced. You and I were on one side; the other team was on the other side. We, you and I are a bubble. We were fine. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. It was good. Yeah. No, it's just we. You know, the USPKS weekend was was different. Obviously, being Most my yeah. my yeah. first time back trackside since March, since the pandemic hit. So I, I was being very cautious. Obviously, now we have the mask, so that'll be better. And you know, we have the hand sanitizers. Every, everything seems to be good. So. We'll see if we can get some bags in. Uh, trip to Seepkins. Obviously, they have uh, the outside, but we'll we'll go inside. Make sure our stickers are all still there and prominent. Take some. That's it. Probably do some some photos of those just to kind of get people talking Friday night, and then uh, and then we'll have two rounds of racing Saturday and Sunday. Looking forward to uh, to seeing who's able to step up uh, and p- either position themselves as a championship leader or uh, or as we see uh, climb themselves back into contention. All right, folks, we are done here from the EKN Outlap. It's the 2020 United States Pro Card Series Badger State Grand Prix. Listen live all weekend long, ecardinews.com slash live. Or if you're on the social media network, uh, look for our hashtags at EKN at USPKS, at USPKS 2020, or at Badger State GP. Make sure you follow along for all of our live updates on Facebook and Twitter. Top 10s after every session. David will be taking a ton of pictures as well, as he always does. Otherwise, we are done here from the EKN Cooper Tire Studio. Thank you so much for joining us, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.